Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Movie Melting Pot Podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts, Richard and Austin. Say hello, guys. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Hey, what's up? This is our Saturday special, and we're going to talk about The Mandalorian again, of course. This week's episode on Disney+, Plus, it was uh, pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, not bad. No, it, I, they were better, but this wasn't the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I liked last week's better. Yeah, but... not quite as exciting as last week's was. But there were parts not... that were kind of exciting, but yeah, the it, yeah. the level of action was not the highest. Yeah. I thought it was good. A good I mean, action. Yeah, it wasn't the highest, but I mean it definitely wasn't like the most boring episode. Right. This one it was clearly a plotline episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to talk about what happens in the episode, so if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Uh, spoiler warning for this episode. We're gonna work our way through the plot, and then we'll give our thoughts more, less vague, less general thoughts at the end. Yeah. So let's just hop right into it. Uh, the The Mandalorian needs to make a stop to get the Razor Crest fixed because he's not gonna make it to the planet. Yeah. Do either of you remember what the name of that planet is? Uh, Navarro. Nope. No. The one. The one. She said what? Ahsoka was at on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't... Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that planet. Do you want me to look it up for episode's no. sake? Uh, you can. We'll, we'll, we might mention it again. Yeah. Let's so see. they gotta stop at Navarro to get it fixed. Yeah. And... Which Navarro has... Um, I don't even remember their names. Cara Dune and Grief Karga. Yeah. I was just going to say Carl Weathers. <laughs> Carl Weathers. That works. Uh, Corvus. 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 Okay, so that's the Corvus. planet that he's trying to get to. Yes. Yep, he makes a pit stop. Is. Yeah, and he makes a pit stop at Navarro to get yep. some repairs done on his ship. Which the... We'll get we'll get into the, the time management of this episode, but... Some, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> the, I thought the of that after the episode. I'm just like, what the heck? Yeah. But, so, he gets there, they're all buddy-buddy, Navarro's completely changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're excited to see him, and uh, Grief Karga has some of his mechanics start immediately working on uh, the Mando ship. Yeah. And, uh, basically, it seems like Mando kind of gets suckered into uh, kind of helping them on a task Right, the whole little... You yeah, scratch our little... back, we'll scratch your back. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, you can definitely see that the Mandalorian is uh, not wanting to. Correct. He nope. is kind of just more interested in getting his ship fixed. And, and getting to corpse. Yeah, and getting on his way and trying to drop the child off. Yeah. Right. They they get the plans together to figure out there is a uh, there's an outpost that is on the planet that they want to get rid of uh, yeah. they think it's abandoned at this point uh, there's what they call a skeleton crew on there so like very few people and they just want to wipe it out and get it off the planet they so they put all the plans together and we meet one of uh, the characters from earlier in the in the series uh, one that uh, the Mandalorian was originally hunting for bounty. Yeah, that was the very first episode. 
The opening yep. scene of the very first episode, and you never saw him again. Well, yep. Right, immediately I saw him, and he was in the recap at the beginning of the episode, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what he's going to do. And I'm like, oh, cool, he's one of the, the good guys now. So, uh, Mando, the the guy who had the bounty, I can't remember his name either. They've all got weird alien names. Yeah. Uh, so the four of them Mi- Wasn't go... it Mithril? Something like that. Something. Mithril? I mean, I can look it up for episode sake. <laughs> I, I I'm pretty sure it was like something like Mithril, because Mithril, because I, I was thinking of Lord of the Rings every time they said his name. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean that sounds right. So the four of them they go out to this outpost, and immediately there's tension. They can't get the door open. It's in this lava pit, uh, so they're kind of in a time crunch. They want to get the door open and get inside, clear it out before the lava tide comes in. Yeah. Um, so they get to the door and immediately they can't get in. They start crunching at the door and Mando does the Mando thing, goes off, opens it from the inside and immediately he recognizes, he doesn't recognize, he notices that there's more people there than they think. Yeah, they, yeah. Go, they, they get up to the top in that elevator and there's like four bodies. Yep. He's like, I thought this base was abandoned. But there's right. four there's four guards just here on this platform, you know. So they know something's something's up. And it's not, yeah. you know, like they had, you know, a secret mission to go there. Uh no one there knew that it was that uh that fortified. They thought it was yeah. just an empty place. And so they that's the rest of the episode is mostly them fighting to destroy this base, then fighting to leave the base. Yeah. Right. So the, so they get in there, there's some action, and they, I don't even know what they do, Mithril, Mithril, hits some buttons, kind of like what Obi-Wan did with the, yeah, generate, the, the, the force Star. field generator yeah. to the Death right. Star. And so the lava pit that I think powers the, the place. Yeah, I guess. Oh, well, they drained, they drained the coolant, what keeps the lava from, like, boiling from over From burning the them base. alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they drain that, so that, the the lava just goes. Like but yeah, they drain basically the coolant from the engine, and so, so it just overheats and explodes. So the lava starts rising, and yeah, then it's they're really on a time base. crunch. So they're they like, get hey, they gotta get ten out. minutes. Yeah, so they gotta get out, and then that's when big thing that happens. Number one happens when yeah. they when they get to that lab area. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which they didn't know was there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're thinking that this is just some abandoned base, but they find this, like, lab where there's some kinds of creatures that are in some kind of device, some kind of chamber, I guess. Yeah, that, almost like a back-to-tank. Yeah. Uh, that kind of preserves life, I guess. Something like that. The second time mm-hmm. I watched it, I re- noticed, and maybe it's just my brain playing tricks on me, that body that they focus in on mm-hmm. kind of looked like Snoke. Really? Well, that, I guess that would make sense. It. it would make sense because it was a clone. This is this is a new technology that they're using to clone people. And, I mean, the next thing we figure out is that little transmission in, yeah. Yeah. in the device as they're tinkering with it. And they figure out what they've been doing, that they've been trying to extract the midichlorians from the child to put it in these new clones to make an army. 
Yeah, that's what they wanted Which, the child for. Right. They did. They didn't get a big sample because the Mandalorian went back in that episode. Right. In season one, and he took got, the child. The so they they had expended their resources, and he thought it was you know an old transmission because at this point the team thinks Moff Gideon's dead, and then they figure out it was recent. Moff Gideon's still alive, yeah, that and that's the reason they, they wanted so. the child. Right. Yeah. Three days ago. So it's it's a very active base. Yeah. So it's it terrified them for a moment. So they start, you know, just blowing everything up. And they they get out of there. You know? Yeah. They they figure right. this stuff out and they he's Mandalorian's like he jetpacks he, away yeah, to go get the the child yeah. immediately. Yeah, he's like I got to get him off this planet. Yep. So yeah. he jetpacks off, the rest of them hop in that cruiser thing and that's like Little another 10 minutes cruiser. of action. Yeah. Of them driving off. Yeah, they have like a little airborne fight kind of thing. And they they beat they, they fight with the speeders and they fight with the tie fighters. Yeah. Mhm. Obviously they win cuz they're the good guys or whatever. Yeah. Um, Razor Crest right. is miraculously fixed at this point. Yeah, because they're they're right. about to make it into the town and out of nowhere Mandalorian comes in Boom, the on Razor Crest after a solid maybe hour tops worth of repairs. Yeah. And it, you know, you could have given them like, you know, two some hours cuz it it could have been a long drive there. They could have talked for a while, getting Maybe. all the plans together. But, that's, but even had, still, like a week to get long that, yeah, that much yeah. repair in one episode. But it was a cool dogfight at the end. Yeah. I really liked that. Yeah, it, it was pretty solid. But, I mean, you know, all I'm saying, and I guess, you know, it's not super fair because that's like some kind of futuristic spacey stuff. But I can't hardly get a mechanic to change my oil in my car in an hour, in an hour. <laughs> let alone fix an entire spaceship yeah, that ship but, was in you know some bad condition because he it was torn up from when he was on uh well he was getting chased by the the x-wings yeah and then after the whole spider incident he barely got it to the next planet and yeah. then he got like minor repairs and then it was it was still on a really rough leg when he got uh, to the rest of the team to get it, you know, fixed. So it was definitely yeah. some sort of weird whatever to get it fixed that quickly. Yeah. Apparently Grief Cargo has the best space mechanics on, on the planet. Or actually yeah, really. probably in the universe. <laughs> um, to do something that fast. To do something that yeah, fast. Really. But he gets a fix and he comes and he saves Grief Cargo and... Kara Dune or whatever her name is. Yeah. I always forget. Yep. Um, they call and so her that Marshall. happens. And and I think it's an important scene we should talk about that uh, New Republic fighter is there. Yeah. Yep. And he's and he's talking to Grief. It's like your transponder, you know, recognizes a razor crest. What happened after the razor crest leaves and it's like, oh, that has something to do with a control droid. It can't read anything pre-Empire. Right, just covering it all up. Yeah. And you can tell, kind of tell that the guy doesn't really buy it, but he's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I but guess then, technically he has no proof, so. Yeah. And then he stops and talks to Cara Dune, and I think this is the real important part. He's, just, he's like, I, I see you're from Alderaan, which I forgot, because that was mentioned when she first got introduced. Right. But he's like, I see you're from Alderaan. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was in service during Alderaan. 
Right. He said like he he's fought like, in the Battle of Alderaan or something like that. Yeah. So he he's like, "Who did you lose?" And she was like, "I lost everyone, obviously, because the planet blew up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it happens. And so he he was like, "Yeah, I'm so sorry." But you've done wonders out here. Something fishy's going on. And I'm assuming he's talking about something in the lab. You know, the thing that, you know, maybe he thinks Grief Cargo's covering something up. You know, he knows the Empire's still going on out here. Yeah. Uh, maybe he has some intel about Moff Gideon. We don't mm-hmm. know that he has. But he's like, something fishy's going on. Yeah. And I need, just, we need support. Yeah. And he's like, I'd love to have you... Join the New Republic. Yeah. He basically wants her and the community to kind of help them. Yeah. And so he's, he, they're on a mission to try to get as many communities as possible to kind of be on their side to kind of help. And so he starts talking to uh, her about getting the community on, on the New Republic side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll come into play. And so that's the second big thing the third i guess third big thing the other big thing is coming but i like and that's why you said earlier austin that this episode was kind of like filler and like yeah and that's okay but unlike last setting up right yeah i think they learned from their mistakes of last season where people complained like i want more structure like these episodes are fine Right. But I I want to continue the narrative when it's only eight episodes a season. Right. And so they're like kind of learn from that and they'll do these fun filler episodes, but they'll make them mean something later. Which is kind of why they I think they maybe they reconceptualized you know, they brought back this guy at the beginning of, mm-hmm. you know, the they're first trying episode. They're to make it more they... of a story instead of just, you know, another show. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to they're definitely Which trying is to like the genius of John Favreau. Yeah. Right. And and so I think, you know, that's kind of the you know, the lab, this, and then the the scene we can talk about. They're kind of like tying it. Yeah. Trying right. he, they're trying to take this stuff that could be considered filler, and tie it into a wider narrative rather than making it so episodic, which they did last year. Right. Right. But anyway, we can get to the the final the, big piece. Yeah. You see uh, the Mandalorian and the child. They take off. They start to leave the planet. And we start to see Moff Gideon in contact with one of the mechanics that worked on... Well, it was uh, one of the... I guess one of, a commander uh, in the contact. Yeah. In contact with one of the people who repaired the Razor Crest. Was he a, okay. right? And you kinda, I thought he was the fishy of him anyway. Yeah, because right there was the that one, that he one lands. shot. Right, he kind of just right. Okay, I'm remembering the, the commander. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm rem- she right. goes and reports. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm. The dots are connecting in my yeah. mind now. Yeah. So the commander has been in contact with the mechanic, uh, right. who then reports it to Moff Gideon that basically a tracking beacon has been installed into the ship's repairs. Yeah. So now Moff Gideon has a way to track where the Mandalorian is going as well as the child. Yeah, because the child is always with right. the Mandalorian. Right. Always where he goes, I go. Yeah. Except for when the child goes to school. <laughs> Apparently. 
apparently. <laughs> because that's just a new thing. And that, yeah. that was, I think, one of, like, it, it was a, just a fun thing they added in the episode where he had those, like, little macarons, and then yeah. after the whole dogfight scene, he just kind of pukes on himself. I thought it was hilarious. And yeah. that's something Richard brought up was, you want, you want, you brought it up, you can mention. Oh! About the, right. the macarons? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just sitting there and I was like, is that kid eating macarons? No, not, not that, but like, oh. how, how he wasn't even finished. Oh yeah, time-wise. Yeah. Time-wise, um, they go, they destroy this entire base, the entire ship gets pretty much repaired, dogfights happen, all before Baby Yoda is even able to finish a, a little case of macarons. And it's not like a big tube of them, it's just... Yeah. Well, I mean... He's a, he's a big eater, in too. In yeah. size, well, yeah. I thought you were going to mention the fact that the child hasn't used the Force... In so long yeah. in this like show. the second episode. And then he uses it yeah. on a pack of macarons to get from a kid in school. This kid bullies another child to get macarons with the Force instead of, you know, getting the spiders off the Razor Crest or getting them out of, you know, any struggle that they're in. This kid wants yeah. food. Yeah. And when you when you really think about it, it's this fifty-year-old man who's bullying these yeah. this, jo- this child. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even okay, just a kid. It's this fifty-year-old alien who's bullying right. this child <laughs> for a pack and, of cookies. Yeah, because rather than just simply being freely handed them, as soon as he's uh-huh. not handed them, he just takes it, which what is pretty accurate when it comes to school. Alien, you know, if, if a child opens a, a pack of gum, more accurately. You best believe that everybody's asking for that. And if you choose not to give, don't be surprised if it gets taken. That may or may not be a personal experience. Are we trying to cure bullying or are we like encouraging bullying? I'm trying to say (laughs) that... Baby Yoda is a bully. Kind of. But I'm also (laughs) trying to say that if if you don't... If you want to avoid being bullied... Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Just hand over the lunch money, punk. Yeah. Is that, yeah if is you don't get punched in the Richard, face... Richard's hot take? Yeah, Richard's hot take. If you don't get punched in the face by the bully, <laughs> give him your lunch money. <laughs> or bring extra lunch money. Gosh. That way, in case he asks. Yeah. Or she. But then you gotta tell your parents, I need extra lunch money. And then they'll be like, no, just stand up to your bully. And then you How am I supposed to stand up to a 50-year-old child alien with the force? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, see, that wouldn't even work for me. My mom would just get personally offended and try to probably, I don't know, sue the kid's parents or something. And, like, what's a protocol droid supposed to do? Pretty much nothing. I yeah, mean, all, all it do does nothing. is yeah, really. translate and teach. Yeah. It's kind of like a substitute teacher. Like, like when the ba- they sat Baby Yoda down and all the kids started talking, it took, like, ten seconds for the protocol droid yeah. to just say... All right, class. Let's settle down now. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty clear that, that and these... they were just they were okay with it too. Yeah. They just yeah. all of these, these kids the, looked human. These kids are these are and like then the they set down this little kids. green gremlin, and they're just like okay with it. Oh, I don't know, man. I think they were talking mess, but that's my own personal. I mean, even you, think those, still... you think those girls were leaning over like, look at this kid. He looks so ugly. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to go in the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, look My own personal kid. trauma might be making its way into this episode. Your what? My oh, own personal Richard. trauma. 
All the kids in <laughs> All the kids are just school. laughing at him. Look at this weirdo. Yeah. I mean, Dang. I Forgot this, you know, hit so close to home for you. Yeah. Do you know what it's like to be Baby Yoda? Yes. It's rough. <laughs> I do. My mom said at homeschool co-op, I used to run to her crying every Thursday. Because the kids were mean to me. They didn't give you your blue macaroons. <laughs> Alright, so... The real hot take is that me and Jake are kind of like Baby Yoda, and Austin is one of the kids. Austin's the cool kid? No. <laughs> Am Austin's... I bullied by you guys? No, no. Austin's the cool kid <laughs> who just makes fun of the other yeah, kids. Yeah, but Baby Yoda was the bully. Yeah. So you guys but That's because Baby Yoda me. got bullied first. It's a dog-eat-dog world out there, <laughs> and sometimes when you get bullied, you just have to push back. Yeah, the kids were talking about for, for all of our listeners that are there, so sixteen like, years and younger. Yes. We need to not take these lessons to heart. Yes, yeah, thankfully no children listen to this podcast. Yeah, and if you are a child, you can pretty much ignore everything that we're saying yeah. <laughs> for like the past ten minutes. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about our let's talk about our thoughts about the episode. There's one thing I want to bring up, and I think it's important is we need to remember that the Mandalorian is. On a path to Corvus. And so not only is he taking Moff Gideon to the... Leading him to the child. He's leading him to Ahsoka. But even more than that, hear this out. At the end, for people who have seen Star Wars Rebels and the Clone Wars. After Ahsoka was uh, kicked out of the Jedi Temple. She went... On her own thing. She yes. kept her lightsabers. Uh, and then she just, you know, became like the gray Jedi code, whatever they call it. In Rebels, she connects with uh, a young Jedi, Ezra Bridger. And, spoilers for Rebels, he kind of just goes missing at the end of Rebels. And she goes out to find him. So I have a very loose theory that, that, Ezra that we might be seeing... She went and found him on Corvus. So now there are two possible Jedi that we might meet in the next coming episodes with yeah. Moff Gideon, who's coming in, with the Darksaber, which Ahsoka knows about the Darksaber because she fought... On the, uh, on the Siege of Mandalore. Right. So she's in the loop about all of this. She kind of knows what's going on. She knows about the Mandalorians... So I think there's a lot of dots that could be connected within the next couple of episodes and hopefully within the season. Which because I, there's already a there's a confirmed third season. Pro, I mean, uh, they're not going to stop well, on, these things. Their biggest. Oh yeah, product. absolutely not. On on IMDb, there's already a, a page for season three. There's already a page for season next episode. I was looking on Wikipedia just to read about this episode. To see if mm. Wikipedia had something about that medal. Which I am assuming it was just, like you said... Right, because no one knows what it is. It could be like a communicator, or it could be, yeah, just a battle crest from Alderaan, just to say, hey, I'm sorry that you lost a lot, I was there. And, but, the name of next episode... Do you guys want to know what it is? I'm currently looking up, so even if you don't tell me, okay. I'm going to know. Sure. It's called... The Jedi. Hmm. So we have to meet the Jedi next episode. I mean, we we gotta have something to <laughs> or do <not>. with Jedi. <laughs> or they're gonna be like, I, surprise I might throw a fit. 
if I watch the next episode next there's week... There's no Jedi there, in it. And there's no Jedi, I might throw a fit. Oh, man. There, 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 there's going to be. You don't I'm call just, it a Jedi. And... I'm just hoping to actually oh, watch boy. the fight between Moff Gideon using the yeah. Darksaber and anybody. Even if it's not Ahsoka. Anybody with right. a lightsaber. That's what I want to see. Because we you haven't have Cara seen Dune out there doing, doing that stuff that Daisy... Was it Daisy Ridley? Who Daisy like Ridley. Shoved the lightsaber yeah, forward. Uh, her gosh, her form was, was not great. Yeah. but Well, I guess she didn't learn form from really anyone except for Luke for like one movie before he, you know, Sudoku'd himself using force protection. Well, he didn't teach her anything lightsaber related at all. He taught her about... They sat on well, that I thought rock he taught her. And... He taught her some form. And she like swung at a rock for a while. Yeah, I thought I think that was her though. I think she was teaching that to herself. That's because she could already Honestly, use her staff. But well, that's yeah. She kind of had some bow staff stuff. But Finn's form was better than her. Finn yeah. actually hurt Ray, uh, Kylo. But regardless, I, I just want to see a fight between <laughs> a lightsaber and a dark saber. Yeah, that'd be that. Yep, it, it's good. Watch the Clone Wars; you'll see one. I need to. It's Dude, just, watch the Clone Wars committing. to see some insane fight scenes. Yeah. Um, the Darth Sidious fight scene, absolutely oh, yeah. like insane. Like when he fights uh, Savage Opress. Yep. And you, you only see the one silhouettes of, of him scenes. cackling. Oh. It's insane. And then later on in that series, you'll see uh, Darth Maul fight Ahsoka. And they used body capture devices uh, to have two actors actually sword fight. And then they animated it. As Ahsoka and Darth Maul, and it's it's a clean fight. Every Are you time talking a about the, touches the, the ground, like the last episode, that that sword fight, yeah, yeah, lots of the Clone Wars, absolutely insane. Like the lightsabers, every time they touched the ground, there was a mark or there was a singe. It was it was one of the best lightsaber battles yeah. ever done in the See, Star Wars series. It's such a divided thing because in that in that show, there's only two kinds of action stuff. That's like, oh, that was so cool. And them force pushing some droids up against the wall, and the droids dying. Yeah. And it's like, why don't they just push all the droids up against the wall? <laughs> Problem solved. It's you not the Jedi way. But yeah, so it's called the Jedi. So that's just my my guess. Right. Is that at some point? Because next, this is only an eight episode season again. So next episode so we're, is episode we're halfway five. through. Yeah, next episode is episode right. five. So stuff's going to start going down. I mean, you'd hope. I just, I really hope they they make the connection between Ezra and this series because yeah, otherwise, cool. that's a waste of a character. Yeah, and like Dave, to just kick him out of the canon. Dave Filoni directs the next episode, and he's like the creative mind behind Clone Wars and Rebels. Very good. And so I would assume they brought him in either for well, for Ahsoka or for, you know, both. Because Ahsoka is confirmed for this. Right. Well, Ahsoka, she... Yeah, she's like solely Clone Wars and then a little bit in Rebels. Yeah. Like, all of her character development and her character, like, image is from the Clone Wars. Yeah. So I'm also hoping they don't just, like, mess her up as a person and make her, like, some corny teacher who, you know, offs herself for the best cause or something. I want to see some yeah. real fighting from her because she was insane. Wow. So, yeah, so, some Obi-Wan episode four kind of stuff where uh, 
He's mainly just kind of the sage. If you and he strike just, me down, yeah. I will become stronger than you will ever know. Yeah, yeah I don't want to like, I want to see your. Ear, ear. I want to see her <laughs> rip some people apart. Yeah, which I imagine we will. Yeah, they're right. they're not dumb enough. They know enough about actual Star Wars fan service that they're not like J.J. Abrams would have done that. I don't think right. John Favreau. See, will. that's one thing I've been really proud of with the Mandalorian because I mean I'm I'm a fan of the pre sequel trilogy, the original trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. Yeah, so. But I also think they all have their flaws. With The Mandalorian, I've had less complaints than all nine of those movies. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I was like... I think the Star Wars movies is the most overrated franchise of all time. I mean, I disagree, and, but I see your point. And it's like, I would, I think the extended universe stuff... Is way better. Well, because they made it such a big universe. Yeah. Like, they're still adding into it with the Mandalorian. So, I I mean, I see where you're coming from. They could have done better. But also, it started, like, a long time ago. The original trilogy is a super old movie. So, I don't know. I I like the storyline more than some of the, the movie line itself. But, talking about the movie line... And, and we haven't really talked about it, but I don't know if they will. I'm not rooting for it, but I won't be upset if they will. But if they tie this cloning and midichlorian blood stuff into right. Palpatine. I I would be upset if they did. Because I, I think bringing I think bringing back Palpatine was kind of the wrong move. Agreed. For the sequel trilogy, it was kind of like, I don't think you, know, you can retcon it. I mean, you, you gotta no. acknowledge it. This might even make right. it cool. <laughs> like, yeah. the, like I, I Clone think, Wars I think made they the prequel might trilogy at cool. Least, right. They might at least make it uh, some sort of, like, attempt of a mention. Because the end of this episode, it pans out. You see Moff Gideon looking at all of these clones that are, like, lined up against the wall, full shadow I clone think that was armor. just armor. Not the actual was clones it? themselves. Which makes me wonder That's if true. maybe that armor... They're, they're not trying to make like, bring back Palpatine and they're not trying to make Snoke. I think... What if they're just trying to make super soldiers? Well, see, that no, that's, that's what I think, armor. too. What I think is that they, they made one. I feel like this might be a uh, Force Unleashed kind of scenario. They made one... And now they're trying to make more. Yeah. Because it's mentioned in that little uh, pot, not, what is it? The the little thing they find in the lab. The, the transmitter. Yeah, the transmission. That they haven't been able to perfect it. But they didn't say if they had anything done. They didn't say if they already had, you know, something they're trying to mimic or whatever. They just said they need something with a higher M count. Yeah. Which, of course, is midichlorian, but there's, like, well, no Jedi around. Well, I think... Th- I-, I thought that they were saying that it has been a colossal failure and that they've drained their supply of blood. But that, Well, yeah, that, I, I, I mean, they never mentioned... With... They, they never mentioned if they at least got one. I didn't know 
if, you know, they were still in the process of trying or if they did it once, they know it'll work and they're trying to replicate it. Yeah. But. Which, uh, yeah, you never know what's in the canon. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, that's what I'm saying is like last episode pointed towards things in the future, specifically about stuff we're excited about. But, you know, right. seeing seeing Ahsoka on screen. Right. And this one pointed to things maybe we're not ex- totally excited about. But that stuff that is important. Like right. the purpose, they were kind like of answering of questions. Show. Yeah. Right. Like, like because... what, who is Moff Gideon? Why does he want the right. child? You know, what... Like, what are the sorts of armor for, you know? I think it was super smart how they did the episode, but as, like, a super avid Star Wars fan, I was just so excited, knowing Ahsoka was coming, for them to just revert back to this kind of killed the mood. Yeah. Like, I, you kind of got an idea that they wanted the child, they had plans for it, it was either a weapon or something like that. So yeah. you kind of got an inkling that they wanted the midichlorians or they wanted to use it for cloning or they wanted to use the child as a weapon. Um, but I mean, this just solidifies, hey, don't forget this is still happening while the Mandalorian is trying to, you know, transport this child. Moff Gideon wants the child to make a super clone army. Yeah, right. Well, I think that's enough talking for today. It's been a... A nice long episode, some good conversation. Uh, watch the Mandalorian right. episode if you haven't seen it. And now we you're probably most it. definitely going to have to want to watch, uh, not have to, but you're probably going to want to watch Clone Wars. And yeah. Nope, it's a it's a mandatory thing. Uh, it is mandatory. What is it? The 27th. Richard, apparently. You have to watch, yeah. you have to watch for the me. entirety of the animated Clone Wars and Rebels. I'm working on and then you'll be caught up. finding the motivation to do so. It just seems like such a commitment. Yeah. I honestly have... They're not. I, they're such easy-watching shows. Yeah. There's so much action. I honestly haven't seen all of Rebels. I've only seen the first... Gasp? Maybe five or six episodes of the first season. It's quality. Ezra is a really cool character that comes uh, from that series. And you also see part of uh, a lot of different things, actually. Uh, you see the storyline of Maul... Um, and then that connects to, um, basically the entire storyline to see where Maul was during all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, and it also connects to Solo because Mm -hmm. at the very end you see Maul and his lightsaber looks a little different and you see where he gets the lightsaber, um, in Rebels. Now he attaches half of an Inquisitor lightsaber with half of his original lightsaber and remakes his double-sided lightsaber. And then that feeds into Clone Wars because he's in there too. Hmm. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that you'll, you'll get from the Clone Wars and from Rebels and from those little side story live action Star Wars movies. And I will say again, to all those listening who may have children in the house... (laughs) It is a children's show. You can watch it with kids in the house. Yes, kind of. It doesn't show anything, but if you're yeah. smart, you know what's going on. Yeah, there's there's no there's no blood, there's no cursing, there's nothing inappropriate. But there's nope. some some dying. Yeah, there there's some dying. Some some people might get cut in half. Heads might come off. Limbs are gone, but it doesn't show it. Yeah. It's implied. 
But it's I think implied. I think that's enough for our episode today. Gonna gonna cut it off because I think we could keep on talking for a while. But... Like an arm. Oh, I could. Wow, yeah. Richard. But it's not on keep screen. Trying to keep on talking. This is to... this is an audio. You can't see the arm being cut off, but it's implied. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's time to to call it an episode. All and, right. Uh, the episode on Tuesday. Remember, Free Birds. If you want to watch it, it's on Hulu. And, and if you uh, really yeah. don't, we're going to break it down, and yeah. we you'll understand we why you probably won't. You. <laughs> yeah, we we won't we'll tell blame you. you why you probably don't have to, yeah. but you could watch it if you want to. But uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah, bye guys. See you later. <laughs>